I am Luel Fantroy with my big brother. Eldridge Fantroy, what's up, y'all? You know what I mean? And, hey. this, in, in the, and this podcast is all about healing, healing empowerment, empowerment, love, and positivity. positivity. Yes. You know, I'm still a black man. See, and like, it's hard, like what you said, you said, I want to. I want people to see me as human, and like what are we talking about, like that's. And I what, want other people to see other people as yeah, human. as human. So that's our heart. Yeah. Even though we know, like, man, we live, we live in their systems in place that want to emphasize dehumanize, dehumanize it. Yeah, that dehumanize people want to emphasize yeah. what type of human you are. Yeah, that's you know it. what I mean. That's what type it. of human, and then and then basically how you're treat and treat you differently yeah. because of the type of human you are, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's dehumanization. So it's I like, mean, I got my kids saying they want to like dye their hair and wear contacts when they drive. These are kids. This is the way they articulate it. Y'all. I want to, when I get older, I just, I, what I do is just, if I drive, I just like kind of put up like and and put up some blue eyes on. <laughs> that's Man. what, that's the way he's, that's the way they articulate in that. And that's the conversations we have in our household. Dad, I don't want you to leave. You should let mom go pick that up. Mm. You know what I mean? So that that's very difficult. Having mm. that with my 11-year-old son and then my other, my other son, they concerned about their father. And my other son coming up to me saying, you know, why do people hate somebody because of how they look? Or why would they treat yeah. somebody different? An innocent child coming with this. And I'm like trying to explain to him. So... The reason why I'm speaking about this and being more loud and coming out of suppressing um, how God made me to be um, and the experience he attached onto me, meaning culture and everything like that, um, uh, coming out of that, my sons are pushing me. My kids are pushing me. My son said, Lu- Dad, not Luel. <laughs> if he, he called me Luel, he go get, not joking. No. <laughs> My other son, actually, my son did. He said, Luel. I said, boy, you don't call me that. Call me dad. Anyway, but um, my uh, my son, they pushing me. My uh, my oldest son said, dad, I know that God um, uh, made you have five boys for a reason. Mm. He says, we called to do something big. I believe we're going to change the world someday. And I believe that we're going to make people see uh, people the same. Yeah. We go not make people racist. I believe that. I said, son, I believe it. So I'm being pushed by my own kids because they're innocence and they're 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 they didn't experience racism yet and um as much um and stuff like that. So they they seeing their dad and I and I'm being pushed. I'm trying to trying to like, yeah, I know, but you know, but they 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 are pushing me to dad no, you know. You know, yeah. you know, be a little bit more bold, be a little bit more loud, but in a way of um, with the same philosophy you have, everybody is human, yeah. everybody's love, yeah. but at the same time, celebrate your blackness, celebrate your culture, and um, not be ashamed, not of be who ashamed you are. of who you are or who I am. And I'm saying that now, like this podcast is real, and this is just the beginning of 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 a series of conversations because we're processing and we're not only processing personally, but we processing as a business, help humans. We stand by that. We mean be that solution. Yeah. You know, so. And it's like, how do you, how do we be that solution effectively and in Mm -hmm. a genuine way to not suppressing who we are Mm -hmm. and, and wrestling with all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's emotional and it also feels good because it's something that is like challenging me. 
You know what I mean? It's challenging yeah. me to another strip of truly being my like truly being myself. And God is not God wants us to like part of the sanctification process is the rehumanization. You know, I believe as a as a man of faith who believe in Jesus, I believe Jesus sanctify us and make us more like him and more like what we supposed to be like, which is how he designed us, which is human. Yeah. And anything that is dehumanization, and he, he's come to reverse that. And anytime, whatever got me thinking that I can't be 100% myself and I got to suppress it, um, um, that's dehumanization. He wants to remove that because he wants to use all of me. He yeah. wants to use my yeah. unique me, just like he wants to use all of you, whatever you come out of. And, and I know for me, and I think that's tr- in order to try to fit into a system, so it's like in, we, we, we de-emphasize or we be something else in, in order to fit in a system that's dehumanizing. Mm. So in order for me to fit and adapt mm. and, and rise in this system, mm-hmm. then I'm going to go along with it yeah. versus like, no, I'm going to rise above it because I think Jesus is a perfect example. Or, of, go, or go against the current. Yeah, yeah. A perfect example of, go, of, of going against the current yeah, yeah. of a system that was dehumanizing, saying no, you know, he, to bust that open. Yeah. So. That that's what we wrestle with, and it starts like you said. It start it, it starts with us, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with that. Because I think about like what we were sharing today, just about dealing with how has, you know, being honest with yeah. how has that affected us, and how yeah. has that affected how we function and we move, and the things that we share, the things that we don't share. Uh, it yeah, just, you know, but it's a constant. It's a constant wrestling. I mean, it's a constant like, hey, you know. How do I do that? But at the same time, how do I bust out against those, you know, bust out against that fear, basically? I would say against that fear. Of not being categorized. Yeah. I don't, we don't, you know, we don't want to be categorized. And not all of it is due to fear of, of, no, it's strategic. We really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, We really are trying to, like, be that solution when it comes to helping humans is to think humans first. Rehumanize. But the thing is, is you know. Uh, What's the most historically in this nation, one of the most dehumanizing things, you know what I mean, Um, in any nation in general, but specifically American history, you know what I mean, what the most segregation is extremely dehumanization, stuff like that, the educational system and barriers that was written for one specific group and against another specific group, um, that is extremely dehumanization so when we talk about help humans we talk about rehumanizing humans um you you can't you you you, we have to go down this aisle at the same time just because we emphasize a specific situation or a specific problem or a specific something we highlight area doesn't mean we are belittling because that's what i don't want to do because i said i never belittle another race just to uplift mine yeah you know no. what I mean? I don't think anybody should do that. And that's another extreme you can go yeah. to. You know, the anger can go to, no, we bigger, better, and blacker. And that, no, <laughs> and that 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 often, yeah. that often happens. That's yeah. a natural tendency to be like, man, you know, since, you know, to swing way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Swing to the other side and be like, in order for me to get my humanity, I got to put yours down. Man. You know, and well, that's not ooh, what we're about. Exactly. That's not what we're about. Man, what you just said right there, if you look at society as a whole, we doing that to one another. This is stepping outside. This is now talking about humanity in general. To put another, we do this sometimes. We all guilty yeah, of this. Yeah. Put another human down to lift your human ass up. 
You know, and that's that comes down to a scare. Uh, I, I think a scarcity mentality. You that's what, what I mean? I'm not like trying to I, do. If I, if I in don't order for me that. to get mine, I got to take from yours. Yeah. And if you got some, if you got more than no. me, then that uh, that puts myself down. You know, basically. Mm-hmm. And you know, I go back to what we were saying. How like we we knew the un the unwritten one of the unwritten rules of being a safe black person was you can't you can't. Uh, be proud of and express your yeah. your your express being proud of who you are yeah. as a black man or who you are of your culture and your history and if you do you you put yourself in that category of unsafe and a lot of that had to do was with with the false perception that mm-hmm. if I'm lifting up who I am and my culture and stuff I'm putting yours down yeah but that doesn't mean that no. like I can be proud of black inventors Without, mm-hmm. you know, without just because I'm that, I'm not saying, yeah. you know, yours is less than if you're another race. Or but I can be proud of black you sure uh, can. theologians, and I'm not saying white theologians that don't got it. And you know what I mean? Yeah, so, and you should never have to explain that. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You should never, and that's the human thing. We should never have to qualify. We should never have to qualify. We should never have to explain that. And if you look at the power dynamics in general, um, if. When every time you're a minority and you do you do bring a a, a a highlight to your culture to your you know what I mean it automatically is still off balance and the, no and the thing is the re, see that's the, what you said yeah. when you're a minority and the reason why I believe that is is because of the system like if you're in a system mm-hmm. where you know where one where one cultures uh, once, like if you're in a system of society where yeah. one culture's ideals, their thinking is is put up to this pedestal, mm-hmm. is more is considered more supreme, and you outside of that dominant culture, and you put up uh, like, hey, this piece of this culture, yeah. it's a challenge to that dominant culture. Yeah. So even people who aren't like yeah. it, who who are in the dominant culture unconsciously yeah. that's viewed as a threat whether they understand it or, it or not, or not. Yeah. because it's, it's like an, you, it's a human reaction yeah, y'all you come inundated on with like this is the the top culture yeah so if they putting up oh they trying to challenge, oh you got your flag up we see it we yeah see, they're trying to challenge see. that that but it, that ain't the case it's no. just saying hey i'm proud and i'm thankful yeah for the things my culture like, has uh ethnicity whatever has contributed but i'm not saying yours is less than yeah. but it's hard to when you're in a system yeah. that's that that is built on that. It's hard to not do that. Yeah, it's hard not to do that, and it's tough not to do that. Specifically, though, when you are a charismatic, talented, gifted yeah. black man in a in, in a majority white community. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. It's like yeah. it's easy, like man, you know what I mean. It's 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 a little easier when you you do you you are around your people. Yeah. And you do have like a black church. You have a black church. You know what I mean? Some people say, oh, why do they have a black church? You know what I mean? And th- and that's another thing, too, is that um, I was talking to him earlier. We was talking about like, man, highlighting another good example is highlighting like, you know what I mean? Your culture a little bit and your pride in your culture, spe- spe- specifically when you have a de-emphasized. Historically, culture has been de-emphasized. Yeah. Um, um, like over the years, when you do that, what I've gotten over the years is like, for instance, BET. You know what I mean? I get question. I got questions over the years. Is like, how come it got to be a black entertainment television? If it was a white entertainment television, black people would get mad. Those are the type of questions I got not only from like grown man as a middle schooler <laughs> in high school. Like, what are you asking me that? And um, also my friends, my white friends over the years, um, 
which they sincere and love, respect them. But at the same time, it's like, man, obviously, if I was in your shoes, I was, if I was the majority culture, I asked the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You don't I understand. get it. You don't understand. Um, but at the same time, I go the power dynamics, man. Every I, I remember, I was a fifth grader. I said he, I got asked that question. We was watching TV. I took his remote control. I started switching the channel. This is back in ninety four, ninety five. I switching ninety five, ninety six. I switching the channel. I said, "What do you see?" Boom, white person. Flipped another channel. What do you see? White person. Boom, white person. Like I said, everywhere you go, you guys have y'all majority channels. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I was saying that is example of like. I got that pushback anytime I wanted to watch. You know, I heard I heard this too. Oprah is racist because she always invite black guests. Mm. You know what I mean? Because somebody was used to seeing white guests. The proper thing to do for Oprah in that person's eyes that said that was to invite white guests. Then it's not racist. But if she she invite people of her own color. Whoa, y'all sticking together? What's going on here? Because she's the host of the show, yeah. but she's all, that's too many black people on stage in that position. Mm. And I noticed that, and I, was, I had to explain that. Like, that's not racist. That's called, like, there's no not too many people have a voice or platform, especially in the 90s, black people. Yeah. They don't have books yeah. they can get out. It's not the internet. Uh, and without, what it needed somebody like Oprah to lift up a black voice yeah. to be that yeah. help. And I, I, and Hopefully my attempt of trying to amplify my black brothers and sisters' voices because it's been, like I said, been suppressed. And not hopefully, I, now I'm, I'm, I don't care, but I'm saying the fear has been, um, I'm not forgetting about nobody else. You know what I mean? I'm not forgetting about your culture. I'm not forgetting about, you know what I mean? I'm just, that makes sense? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been going on. How long was yeah. that? <laughs> We already we we way past time. No, that's fine. I wanted yeah, to do this because good. I wanted this to be actually. I mean, there's so much more we could get into, man. It's this is we, a no, this we is can. a really Let's, we can roll it. This is really good, you know. I mean, this is a really good something like, yeah. and we wanted to share this too because like it's a shift going on to help humans because we about to get like this is it's growth. a shift in our own personal that's development. I know, like, because yeah. you know, we we say we all about healing empowerment, love, and positivity. And yeah. that's what we about. That's what Help Humans is about. That's what our content is about. And at the, and I, I think a part of that healing process, because we trying to have people, we trying to encourage people and encourage ourselves uh, to, 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 to live that out. And a part of that is like, man, we need to be able to be okay with being our full self, bringing our full yeah. self to the table. You know what I mean? Not ashamed to, about who we are, not, not, and, and, mm. and understanding and, and being comfortable knowing like, Hey, even if we ain't got it all, like we ain't represent everything right. Man, exactly. We're going we to wrestle with it. We're going to yeah. run. Cause look at that's empowerment. Like you can't be empowered. Yeah. If you, if you still ashamed and you still, that's it, man. Uh, not, not willing to go face there. that fear, go there. Face yeah. that fear of the things that, that, uh, interfere with you walking in all the things we talk. Exactly. About. What, what is healing. it? What is that for you? Yeah. We sharing with us. What is that for you? What is that for you? What you just said right there, um, about that is clear. Cause, cause we, cause we've been wrestling with it. Like, our, yeah. you know, we, we like, man, you talk about from, from, our background from where we grew up. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, our parents, where they came from, the inner city. We, I feel like God blessed us with 
these these experiences in terms of when I look back over my life, mm. where we came from, uh, going through the foster care system, the trauma that we experienced as young kids, mm-hmm. moving into you know and you know we we was living in the inner city and stuff like that. Uh, then switched out. Of then that. switched out to a yeah. to a suburban environment where you're the only black person in every single class, and so so mm-hmm. like through all of these experiences, it kind of gave us a perspective that I think God uh, yeah. allowed, allowed to open our eyes to certain things. Well, we you talk, know what I mean. Yeah, I love that. And even the bridge. I, yeah, and I believe that we wouldn't even have we wouldn't even like help humans wouldn't, wouldn't exist, exist if we didn't get that. all those though if we didn't get all those experiences help humans wouldn't exist. No. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about we trying to rehumanize yeah. uh, humans in general. Be, yeah. But it's because of our experiences and seeing and being in different worlds that we're able to connect, I believe, mm-hmm. to a certain level. Uh, with all these different environments Absolutely. and differences, because we've learned how to adapt to it, we've learned how to be in those spaces yep. and and see see the world from that perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then at the same time, oftentimes when you go through that, you could get lost in who you are as a person. Period. You know, because I, you're used to adapting. Lost in the sauce. So you get lost to who you are. So it's hard to maintain that that the the genuineness of like who am I and how do I stay true to my values and who God has called me to be. And what you're saying is right there. No matter where, what environment I'm in. No matter what. How can we be consistent? And when you talk about the faith and what, what Jesus teaches, he teaches wholeness. And wholeness is like consistency. Consistency. You preaching, man. Consistency in your, I know. <laughs> consistency unashamed. I try not to be preachy, be honest with you. That's another inclusive. We we very we want to be inclusive. That's another thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm like we talking about um wholeness. He that's something he the message he have, which is consistency and in order for like healthy people impact. Um also another thing too is like um uh, speaking of he wants us to be ourselves in wholeness is that um Let no, it out, man. No, I'm not I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to articulate it. Um, that's what shifted in me. I should say. I think the next level of like coming out is dealing with these areas that it's afraid to show all of me. Yeah. Let's be real. Like I'm a content creator, um, um, but I'm still learning to find my voice within that. I'm learning how to be my platform while I'm being my platform. You feel me? So it's just yeah. like at the same time, it's like. God want us to be consistent in areas how we view ourselves, how we view yeah. others, how we truly feel, how can we express, not hold back all this type of stuff cuz we that's how so all that to say is I feel like there's a shift in me to now this another area. I have to, in order to heal, you got to reveal and you yeah. and it's painful and I got yeah. to admit and process publicly and say, "Man, you know what? I've been fearful as a black man to be unapologetically black. Yeah. You feel me? I've been fearful because of my experiences. I, I, I didn't realize how much I didn't know this. It wasn't a conscious thought like, no. oh, no, because, I, you know, I'm, you know, so at the it's same survival. time, it's survival. I mean, you, you learn to survive. So, environment, so I think like, the next hey. level and I've been asking myself, what am I truly about? I always reexamine that question. Healing, empowerment, love and positivity. But what specifically? You know what I mean? And I was like, man, teach, you know, so it, these questions and, and, and the evolution is taking place in my thinking to be consistent. It, it's stuff that I, me and my wife talk about that needs to be talked about publicly that can set other people free or encouraging yeah. them. 
And I, I, I'm scared to say certain things in that. And I'm taking my time with that. But this is another huge step for me. And yeah. I think another huge step for both of us that where we trying to go to. I don't want to speak for you. No, but, you I know. mean, for me, because I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guarded about my, my uh, yeah. pers- how people perceive yeah. me. I really am. Yeah, me and too. you learn that. And then, and then you learn. I mean, as humans, we do that. We want to be accepted. Also, yeah. Also, as you know, learning how to, how to navigate uh, in, in a white majority space you learn even more how to, okay, the human aspect of, of controlling how people perceive you. And then on top of that, being a black yeah. man, really being aware of yeah. how you're being perceived uh, and, and trying to navigate mm-hmm. that. That's been something that, you know, that's been a part of my MO, a part of how we function. But now it's learning how to like, okay, how do you grow beyond that? And how do you really uh, be empowered to be fully you and not worry about that and, and be your full self? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who, yeah. Be who God called you to be, be the full you. And that requires vulnerability, man. Yeah, and that, that, ain't. That, that, I mean, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's, that's what it. it is. And it was hard for me to get there. And no, it requires that because you because you know and you know and then I got you some, risking. You risking. I'm you risking, got stuff to bro. Risk. Like man, I remember. Man, like we know there there is we could go in. There are specific examples, you know, growing up where I remember. Hmm. It was like all right, you you observing the environment hmm. and you seeing. If you this type of black person in this space in the white majority white get, environment, yeah. you get treated this way. Mm. So you gotta you you so being conscious like okay, I gotta stay in this line. I can't go too much over here. Can't go too and talk about what you said earlier. You're talking about it right now, but I like how you said it earlier. How like this is like in high school, middle school, or whatever you at, and you black and you in the majority white like white school and stuff like that, and you learn how to adapt real quick, be the cool black person, whatever you do. <laughs> You do your little thing, but then you see another black person come into the uh, to the neighborhood or to the school, um, and they like they just as like like we were like dang yeah, yeah. you know culture shock, but then you see them not able to adapt, and you see what happens. And you to see them. what you happens see. when they don't conform. You see what happens when they don't like lower. They make sure they not. You, you know, see what yeah. happens when they they yeah. keep doing those things. Violating the unwritten rules of being a safe black person, <laughs> and that—that's what it comes down to. It. You've seen that. You, I've seen that. When when uh, they they don't adapt and they continue to violate all those rules to be an unsafe black person. So mm-hmm. as a young kid mm-hmm. growing up in that environment, you learn like, okay, I don't want to be that person. So. I'm about to be, you know what I mean? I don't want to be that person, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. But the thing about that now as a grown man and dealing with that, it's like, okay, how do I, you know, as a grown man, break out of that? Because you, you see it even yeah. transfer into, into how you function. I know I've seen it transfer and how I function even beyond that, you know? Exactly, so. at least to every area. Um, let me end this live real quick. Which I don't even know how to end. Look at me. I don't know how to end this. Let's see. Boom. And now. There we go. Okay. Yep. Eight percent is fine. Um, let's close this up. Yeah. Um, it's been an hour, which is cool. Two episodes. We can split them up, part one and part two. Um let's we're gonna continue this conversation. Yeah. As we pro- appreciate first of all, I just wanna say it publicly. I appreciate you um, as my brother, and I appreciate you just bouncing ideas off off of you. You, We think different. Yeah. We think different. Um, and I like how we think different. 
Eldridge's, Eldridge's thought and his way of thinking different challenges me. And um, and I think we challenge each other. We do. You challenge me, too. Mm -hmm. I try to because I, I yeah, you challenge me because I tend to be more measured, more like, you know, really calculated, calculated in my responses and how I approach stuff. And sometimes you challenge me in terms of sometimes that calculation and stuff be like out of survival fear sometimes or survival. So you challenge me to be like, OK, you know. Yeah, so you challenge me in that way to break out of that. Yeah. And then at the same time, I feel like we challenge each other where there's sometimes where you do need to be calculated. You yeah. do need to exactly. like, okay, let me, exactly. let me tone <laughs> down I'm, the emotion. Because I'm wild. Yeah. So we both we both do a good yeah. job. But I like that because we think mm -hmm. like we think different, but then a lot of our core values and what we believe are, they line up. Yep. It just oftentimes how we going to approach those and what we feel like the best way in the, to express that difference, mm -hmm. you know, or exactly. when we should oppress, express it and how we should go and about timing it. and strategy. No, it's just a perfect balance. Yeah. Um, trying to figure that out. But hey, if you guys like this episode, let us know. Please share it and let us know what you think about this. This yeah. is a heavy conversation. Uh, let you let, let us know. We're going to continue this conversation and more to come. Um, be blessed. We're out. Peace. Out.